Welcome back to Sales Insights with Sarah. This is the podcast for sales professionals and business leaders looking to implement new strategies and drive sales growth in their organizations. I'm your host, Sarah Downs, and my guests and I will be sharing with you some of our own experiences in business and sales insights to help you gain focus and take action. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Sales Insights with Sarah. So today, I'm going to do something a little bit different, and I'm going to talk you through the five biggest lessons that I've learned about business and sales through my nursing career. So for anyone that hasn't listened to the trailer episode or doesn't know my background already, I actually um, went after school, after education, into nursing. So my first career um, in life was in nursing, and I worked in the trauma unit for the last five years of that. And what I've realised, you know, I've now been in business for just under 10 years. And the more I do, you know, the more experience I gain, I realise how many of my skills have actually been transferred from nursing. And I was having a think about this, you know, what what are the key things that I've learned from nursing that I now use in business and in sales? And I wanted to share these with you, um, share some of my insight, and hopefully that helps somebody else that's listening. So the first one is that we are all human. And I know that we, you know, there's even songs about this, you know, we talk about this all the time, but what does it really mean? So for me, when I say that, I'm remembering back to working in that trauma unit. And I live in the UK. I worked for an NHS public hospital. And in the UK, if you're in an emergency, you have to go into the public hospitals. The private hospitals don't have trauma set up. So we nursed, you know, CEOs of large organisations, famous footballers. There were even members of the royal family in the unit over the years. And I think what I learned was that I shouldn't put people on a pedestal. We're all human. We can all be broken. We can all be vulnerable. And we all need similar types of care at different points in our lives. And when I first came out into the business world, many people used to say to me, well, how are you so comfortable going and talking to the CEO you know, at the networking event? Why are you so comfortable phoning you know, senior level executives? And I didn't really understand why that was so shocking at the time. But I do now. And I think that that had really come from me realising at such a young age that it doesn't matter what your job title is. It doesn't matter how successful you've been. At the end of the day, we're all human. And if you can treat humans with the right respect, you can be kind and compassionate, they're going to want to deal with you. So I've really taken that on um, in life and especially in business, and I've used it to teach others um, similar skills. So that's number one. Number two is the importance with starting with strategy. And this is something that I I think I've been quite surprised at really, is how many things are done in business. We just go, we just do, but we don't actually sit back and think about the why, the how. 
And it can often mean that we waste a lot of time doing the wrong things the wrong way. When I worked in the trauma unit, you would get the phone call from the paramedics, you know, we're on our way in with X, um, you know, patient with Y injuries. And at that point, there had been hardly any diagnostic tests done. And therefore, we, there was a bit of guesswork. But nevertheless, we would make sure that the multidisciplinary team were at the ready with the right equipment, the right skill sets. And we knew that once that patient came in, that we would learn things, things would move quickly, things could change quickly, but we were ready to pivot. We were ready to adapt to the situation. And I think that's so important in business. And it's something that in my own business, I try to do is not just do and go and get things done, but is to understand the why that's behind it. Create clear objectives, create a way to measure the, I guess, performance, we would call it in business, or in the hospital, it was more, you know, measuring the outputs, measuring the success, measuring the, the observations, for example. And if we do that, you know, things work out um, much better than just jumping in at the deep end and just, you know, doggy paddling our way through the situation. So that's the second one. The third lesson is don't self-diagnose. So I'm sure a few of you are laughing here because I know plenty of people that are great at doing this, including some of my close friends. But when we, um, you know, you're sitting at home, you have a headache, you have a sore ear, you have a sore arm, I don't know what the symptom is, but we're really good at going on to Google and managing to diagnose ourselves with weird and wonderful conditions that we can't even pronounce half the time. And this is um, something that I was very aware of in nursing because people would come into the hospital saying, you know, I'm having a heart attack when actually they had indigestion. And by self-diagnosing, they'd actually created a whole other level of anxiety around the situation. For example, you know, indigestion can be uncomfortable, even painful, but it's not life-threatening. As soon as you self-diagnose that you're having a heart attack and what that could mean ongoing, um, you know, this whole level of adrenaline, anxiety and stress kicks in. And then you're not thinking clearly, you're not acting um, in the best possible way at that point in time. And in business, I see especially business leaders doing this all the time, where they use their own experience, their own education to almost self-diagnose something they actually know nothing about and they're not specialists or experts in that area. And usually it's because they think, we'll try it out, we'll maybe fail fast and move on. But what I've learned is that if you can identify your symptoms, if you like, bring in the specialists to help, things will get done much faster and it will save a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of the time and energy um, being wasted. So don't self-diagnose, try and bring in the experts, try and seek out the specialists to come in and help you in your organisation. My fourth lesson is the importance of building trusted, trusting relationships. This is key. 
And this is something I was very fortunate to learn at a very early stage of my career. So when I was working as a nurse, we had to build relationships with our colleagues. We had to build relationships with our patients and also their families. And people would come into the unit at often the most vulnerable points in their life. And their families were felt helpless and therefore needed to trust in the expertise of the staff to look after their loved one. And that was really important. It was also important for the patient to put their trust in us because if they didn't, again, there was this added anxiety, added stress to the situation. And it was also important that our colleagues trusted each other because it was a multidisciplinary team. Nobody was the expert in everything and nobody could do everything. So it was really important for us to work together to make sure that the outcome was as good as it possibly could be. And building trust in relationships when you're in business, when you're maybe wanting to bring on a new supplier, a new client, even building relationships with those around you, your colleagues, your partners, is so important. And it's something that I put a lot of emphasis on and I'm always willing to give before I receive. You know, those relationships really do need to be two-way eventually, but I'm always willing to take that first step in the relationship so that the other person will build trust with me faster. And this is something I definitely learned through the early years of my career. And my last and final lesson is that it's okay to show vulnerability. It's okay to say, I don't know the answer. I'm not okay. I need to rest. And this is something that I used to preach to my patients all the time. I would always say to them, you know, don't worry if you're upset. It's okay not to be okay. Don't hide that you're in pain. Let us know and we'll help you. You know, we'll give you something for that. It's okay um, not to always know the answers, you know, for the doctors straight away. Sometimes they need to go away and do some more research or ask another expert. And I used to say to the patients, it's okay to say to your families, you know, can you maybe go home now? I really need to rest. But when I left nursing and I came into business, what I realised is these are things I wasn't great at doing myself. And it's taken me years to be okay with some of this. I'm quite comfortable now if a client asks a question and I don't know an answer to say so. And to go away and figure it out and maybe ask other people that are more of an expert in that area. I'm also okay with now admitting when I'm not okay and when I need to rest. And that's something that's even come up in the past week. You know, I said to my business partner, Yukemi, last week, you know, I've really been full on um, since the end of last year and I'm really near burnout now. I need a break. And I've taken a week off to go away with my family in a few weeks time. And it's first of all, admitting it to yourself um, and not trying to be superhuman. And then it's being able to admit it to others and show that vulnerability. 
not always feeling that you need to be strong and that you need to be confident and that you need to be able to work every hour under the sun forevermore. So hopefully um, those um, lessons and that insight is going to help a few of you listening to the podcast. And if you have any questions or you need anything clarified a bit further, please don't hesitate to reach out and ask. You'll find all of my contact details on the show notes. Um, And I look forward to speaking to you all in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sales Insights with Sarah podcast. Remember to subscribe if you haven't already so that you are notified of every new episode. If you could take a few minutes to leave a review, it would be greatly appreciated. See you next time.